welcome back to Lost in Theaters, the podcast about movies that have slipped the cracks of pop culture. My name is Rachel, and I'm here with Ruth. My name is Ruth. With my sister Ruth. <laughs> and um, this is just a thought from last time. Our podcast delved into the horrifying world of cannibalism. So if you hate thinking about that, don't listen to the last podcast. And if you don't like thinking about it either, maybe skip two or three minutes in this podcast. Because, It'll be longer than two well, or three okay, minutes. Well, okay, because I just, I said something about Greeks eating people, and I just realized I just had to make sure that there was clarity on that. In two minutes, well, actually not two minutes, there are, there are, I think it's a thing. I mean, Kronos eats his children. That's a whole different He's a god. Thing. It's complicated. That's no, a whole thing. he's not a god. Kronos? He's a titan. He's a titan. Okay. <laughs> um, totally different. Okay, but I also, I mentioned Medea. Medea does not eat anybody uh, or feed anybody to anybody. She, that's a whole thing. She's I'm heartbroken. So there is a tragedy. It is tragic. You can look into the tale of Medea. She's horribly betrayed by Jason. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you think he's such a great guy. And then he just, really? yeah, he's not a great guy. I never really got that impression. He seemed like a bit of a clueless jerk. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, no, but um, the the curse of the house of Atreus doesn't begin with Atreus. It begins with Tantalus. Tantalus oh. held a feast for the gods, and he, um, yeah, he fed them his own children. And you're like, Tantalus, buddy, what? And that's, yeah. that's one of the stories. There's another one that is more complicated, but that's one of the stories, and... Because of that, in the underworld, in, he's punished by not being able to eat anything. He's, like, in a yeah. pool, and there's the, the food above him, and it's, like, delicious, but he can't get to it, and the water just sinks when he tries to drink it. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, and that's, so that's Tantalus. And that's where we get the word tantalizing, because he can't eat the things that are tantalizing him. Because of cannibalism. Because he was a cannibal, yeah. yeah. Contrapasso, folks. The Greeks had a sense of humor. And then... Um, I don't think that's humor. <laughs> um, and no, no, the punishment fits the crime. Humor. Okay. What? And then actually later, Atreus does the same thing. So Tantalus is like the grandfather of Atreus. And Atreus... Guys. But he does it not to the gods. His is a revenge plot against his wife who had what? an affair. It was a disaster. I again, again, I don't know what they were thinking, guys. I just... Yeah. So that's that. Okay, um, And we're at 2.35. So we did it, Ruth, within sort of that big area of time I suggested. We're done talking about cannibalism for now. <laughs> uh, Yay! It's grim. It's grim. Okay. All right. What's this one called? This week's movie... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ...is called Merlin and the War of Dragons. And it came out in 2008. Is it animated? No! Darn. Uh, there are, are parts that use CGI. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, Ruth, these are the sorts of movies that give me hope for my own film career. You I'm know? Afraid. If you're like, this this is a thing that got made and you can access it on Amazon Prime. Maybe what? I, too, could make a movie of this caliber. Uh-huh. You know? It just... I would have to learn major... I mean, to, to be fair, any s- s- computer graphic thing uh-huh. takes, you know, learning skills. And so, like, I'd have to do that first. And who's to say it could be any better than it was in this film, right? Oh, but it was not super duper in this film. <laughs> okay. Additionally, um, 
the dialogue was some of the most this so this movie was made by someone who discovered the who who, who was really into the myths of king arthur and stuff and mm-hmm. then also realized that there's historical historical britain had fun things happen in it and then on top of that they were like obsessed with their 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 film inspirations are star wars what and i think gladiator um, oh no i have a suspicion that gladiator was also one of their things um go. i really want the corridor crew people who do the reviewing yeah. of, of not just cgi i want their stunt people to have a look at the sword fights in this thing because oh my goodness they are so so bad <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part, Ruth, is unlike Poseidon Rex, uh-huh. where you watch it, that was and, a trip. <laughs> and you watch it and you think, what am I doing? Like, this is the wildest film. In this movie, it doesn't, it's, it's the Middle Ages, and it, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that way. Unless you, what? It's, it would be better if someone went in and consolidated clips of the film. That would be funnier than watching the film. What? You could you could cut out a lot of this movie and I can't it would tell be if hilarious. You like this or not. Uh I I don't think that's you a relevant think... question. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been giving really weird recommendations. I just don't think it's a I don't think it's a relevant I just to okay. I I would recommend this film to people who want to understand the levels to which films have sunk? No, I'm just... No, like, I, 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 I hesitate to call it a bad film. Okay. Because, again, I'm not a filmmaker. We have talked about bad films, I suppose, and given stamps of quality, but the thing is, this movie felt heartfelt, you know? It felt... Oh, no. Not heartfelt, but it felt like a passion project. Yeah. Okay? Somebody... Had been, they just had this great idea, uh-huh. and it just, the execution was so rough, but the music, Ruth, the music... Good music? The music belonged to, to the ideal form of this film. What? If this movie gets remade into something, the music ought to stay the same. Okay. <laughs> um, it just had... It just had this great nobility music where they were like, you know, as things happen. And, and then it just, it suited the tone that the film was supposed to have. Okay. But the film itself <laughs> didn't quite reach that level. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a little grim. And actually, um, additionally, the coloring... It was supposed to be, I think, an artsy coloring, and they just went mostly gray. Just the gray tones were overpowering. What? In this. So, so it just visually looks like someone put a, like, a fancy filter on it. <laughs> uh, it came out in 2008, okay, which is, uh, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but the Merlin TV show that we referenced last time we did a dragon movie uh-huh. also came out in 2008. Um, and this movie's about Merlin, and that show's about Merlin. Yeah. I would suggest the TV show long before I suggested this film to fans of King Arthur generally. But, at the same time, uh-huh. if you need, like, because we, we did Dragon Slayer last uh last season and if you you know are interested in 
that, you should check it out. Um, but uh, if you just are having this craving for the Middle Ages movies, I don't think this will satisfy you. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is this? It is a, it's a Middle Ages set movie. Uh-huh. Um, right. Uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a, like a, a myth movie, not a myth movie. What's the word I'm looking for, sister? I do not know. Uh, f- fantasy. It's a fantasy movie, right? That's the genre that okay. it technically falls under. However, um, uh-huh. it doesn't quite grip one, uh, all the way. But like I said, if someone were to go through and make a, a compilation video of, of, the greatest hits of this movie, it, that video could could be a great hit. Because there are just moments that are so cringy uh-huh. that you just love them. <laughs> you know? I'm... I'm... I... Oh, man. Yes, sister? This is gonna be rough, isn't it? it it's, <laughs> it's worth discussing. Okay. For example... Oh wait, no, we won't go there just yet. Because that's that's spoilers, Ruth. We can't oh, go into the spoilers. Oh, actually, it's medium spoilers. So, do, should we go to the medium spoilers, or do you think there's minor spoilers that people are still interested in? Uh, no, I think that's about to cover it. Okay. Oh wait, wait, who would who's rec- ratings? Oh yeah. Um. So the official rating of the film is PG. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, there might be things. It's the you know the you know the saying show don't tell yes you know how sometimes you can tell and still not tell yep that's what this movie does <laughs> it tells and doesn't tell we're in for a ride <laughs> <laughs> although sometimes it does show but nothing that would make the showing above above PG I think um yeah, yeah. alrighty all right medium spoilers. Uh, the the opening sequence is there's this really intense uh, there's wailing and there's horses riding around and there's maybe a dragon uh, and it just really it's a really like there's a horse running in a field and the then it cuts Jennies. and then and then it does the storybook storybook the book? storybook introduction yeah and it's you know, it opens the book, and they're like, you know, Britain, 420 AD, Rome has withdrawn, and, you know, the Saxons are coming, and there's war and magic, and the Dark Ages has all begun, and there's a, there was this wizard named Merlin. Okay, so that's all good, except that all of the pictures in the book uh-huh. are actual, like, medieval and Middle Ages pictures. Oh, illuminations. They're like illuminations of nothing particular, usually just people. Uh-huh. And, j- j- like, you know, at the top when there's, like, a ribbon uh, of art, and the background is blue, and you have peasants in the front sort of doing things? Yes. That's what the pictures are mostly of. Okay. And, uh, and then, after this introduction, the book closes. <laughs> <laughs> and it never comes back again, Ruth. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. Do you do you see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. End of book. End begin of, of movie. Begin of movie. Exactly. <laughs> and actually, I did look into it, and uh, the Romans did re- retreat around this time. 
the historical characters mentioned throughout the book do exist, like, um, oh, what is his name? I, I write him down. Vortigern. Um, Who? Vortigern was, uh, oh, no. Uh, I don't think he was an Anglo-Saxon, or maybe he was an Anglo-Saxon. He was one of the contenders in, uh, England. Uh, that was England. vying for the throne. Vortigern, okay. and then... There was another guy, and yeah. So the, the stuff general, happened. The general historical setting of tribes and people vying for the throne of England with um, historical names thrown in for color. I mean, that was the Ooh, basis, color. and that's what makes me think someone studied, had learned about British history, and then was like, "Oh my goodness, this could happen!" And uh, you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, it could, it could happen." Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, that doesn't tell you about the plot of the film, though. The general plot of the film is has to do with, um, again, this is the minor spoiler section, folks, uh, has to do with apprentices, a good apprentice and a bad apprentice vying for power in this setting of, uh, yeah, Roman, uh, oppression, not Roman, post-Roman uh, recently post-Roman England. Yeah. That's what it is. It's okay. dueling, dueling apprentices. Yeah. With like, a... like, like, uh, Mickey Mouse and the wizard? Uh, yeah, so actually, the, the dragon slayer, again, if you want reference for this, this is last, the end of last season, um, <laughs> dragon slayer was more like that. Okay. Where it was, what, you know, the apprentice trying to function in the world without the master. This is more... Again, dueling apprentices. Okay. Um, yeah. And on top of that... Um, Heinous things? No, I'm sorry. No, it, it isn't... Uh, you know, when, again, when I was watching uh, the one about Poseidon Rex, mm-hmm. my thought was, I like watching this movie because the ideas here are yeah. really good. And it makes almost like the ideas of the movie almost make it worth in itself the sort of yeah. Interesting, I think. And and I wanted to say the same thing about this movie. No. But the ideas of the movie just don't quite overcome the quality of the film. Dang. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well. It's unfortunate. Because it really, I don't know, the idea of competing apprentices. And, and then, again, the title of the movie is Merlin and the Dr- War of Dragons. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. So, again, if you want to see the interesting stuff that, you know, it's worth checking out. But yeah. additionally, be prepared because it's almost a little bland at times. A little, it's ca- kind of baffling, um, <laughs> actually. But, you know, it, like I said, I would, I would hate for someone who would enjoy the film to just run screaming from it, so I have to make sure that screaming, the good stuff also is apparent. Good, sorry. <laughs> Medium, uh, spoiler section comments, Ruth. Um, no, I think that's good. Okay. Well, shall we continue? I don't know. What do you think the people shall want we? to hear, Ruth? The, the people? The people, the you know, people? about this film. Are we missing anything? There are dragons, folks, so... Are they animated dragons? Oh, yeah. Hardcore. Are there a lot of them? Actually, yes. It was a gutsy move, can I just say. One thing I don't appreciate about a lot of movies is how few dragons there are. When they advertise dragons, I expect dragons. And even book series. You know, like, Aragon, how there was dragons? 
But there was like the whole thing is that they're not around anymore, and a little part of you is like, aww, I want more dragons. Yeah. This movie satisfies that. That there are more dragons. I want so many dragons. <laughs> I want so many dragons. I want dragons like dogs. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, with plentifulness. You know, if you were to have a field of dogs romping around. Like 101 Dalmatians in the book at yeah, the end? Yeah, like yeah. Park? Except it's not quite 100, but maybe more like, you know, 40 dragons. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to go thousands. Oh, no, no. Okay. Not quite. But it does, it does have a good effect. Okay. Okay. Major spoiler section. Here we go. Okay, so, like I said, it opens with this sort of battle scene and then the book, and then um, you have... Uh, local kings are warring with each other, and um, then Ooh. the first real scene War. of like content Sorry. is that a woman is giving birth, and um, what? There's a woman. She's giving birth. Yeah. And she's like, ah. Why? Well, it's just there's this opening scene. <laughs> what a way to open. Okay. Oh no, I feel like it's a classic fairy tale thing. Um. You know, the 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 mother is giving birth to a child. And the child will save the world. Will it now? Well, you'll see about this child. Okay. Um, so, additionally... Yes? I... I am suddenly really confused. Oh my gosh, I just made sense of this movie. There was a plot point I totally missed. (laughs) Which just suddenly makes sense. And other concerning Oh my goodness. Okay, so, there's a man... And meanwhile, then you go see outside the chamber and there's like a, a king... And a man in a cloak. I wish and I could say that this was unusual. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. Keep he's, going. He's playing with bones. He's like fiddling with these bones on a um bones. on a uh, cloth, you know. And then he's like, "You have to kill the child." What? Uh, because what? it says that because this child is the child of a demon. What? And uh, the demon is gonna the demon's child is gonna take over the he's gonna do bad things. Uh, um and Oh like good omens. Uh yeah, kind yeah, kind of. Um and so he's like, you gotta get rid of it. And then the other then this other guy comes out of the shadows and he's like, No, I want this child this this child is is has like, it's the classic, like, potential for good. Um, and I don't think we should assume it's going to be bad before we can, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, protect the... The good guy has protected this king's family for generations, and he wants to train this child. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, ultimately they go with not killing the child. Cool. Hooray! Yay, no child um, murder today. Yes, it's good. And, um... Happy And day. so he rides off into the night holding this child... 20 years later, oh. appears on the screen. Two young men are sitting at this table with another guy, uh, the, the master, the good, the good, uh, the good mage. And, um, mm. he asks them what they want to learn, and then one of them is like, I want to learn minds. And then basically the master explains, like, how to be a mentalist. What? You know? Where what? it's like, what is that? Uh, it's like a modern profession where some people, you can, like, look at a person and you'll be like, oh, you recently uh, wrote a test and had a barbecue. And it's because they, like, you know, they see spatial cues and they okay. smell the barbecue. It's like Sherlock Holmes is sort of a mentalist. Like, he knows what you're thinking before like your psych. thinking is. Yeah, exactly. There's actually a TV show called The Mentalist. Oh. Often they're attributed as, they're, often they're, like, seen as hoaxes. They're not, they're fakers on TV kind of thing. But that's basically, he explains the... Uh, the principles of that I think and the guy's like well that's not magic and he's like 
Yeah. And then the other guy. Correct. And then Merlin, who's the other apprentice, says, hey, I want to learn how to make light. And he says, okay. What? And then here's where we find out that the magic in this movie, the spells, I just can't get over how Dragon Slayer used just straight up Latin for spells. Yep. Okay, that just cracked me up. I mean, <laughs> Harry Potter. Well, that's the thing, is this movie does more of a Harry Potter and, like, edits the Latin. Okay. So, like, the, the spell for light is Luminarius or whatever. Yeah. You know, so it's not quite Latin. Like. Not, not just, like, full-on Latin sentences just yeah. put in your movie. <laughs> no, it's more it's slightly edited. Um, and then, actually, the spell. Here's just to give you another vibe of the thing. The spell to to bring something back to you, you know, in Harry Potter, it's Osseo, right? Mm-hmm. In this movie, it's to me. It's to me. That's not Latin. That's not Latin. <laughs> <laughs> At all. So that's exciting. Um, so Merlin tries to use the spell, but he has trouble. And then the bad apprentice, I mean, he's he's just looks ca- he just looks frowny. Oh. Yeah. Is he a bad apprentice? Well, he tries and he tries uh, to be bad? No, no. Oh no. Yeah, and but he the other guy does better with the thing. And then Merlin? one no, no. The the non-Merlin apprentice does better with the spell. He's obviously more powerful than Merlin. So Merlin is a bad apprentice. He's not he's not he's not doing very well. He's frowning. He's sad because he can't do the magic. Aww. Yeah. Okay, so then here's the next thing. Next scene. The master is reading this magical book. Uh-huh. And then shortly after that, he's asleep in the chair with the book in front of him. Uh-huh. Okay? Asleep in the chair, <laughs> Okay. Next thing. Outside the window of the house, the two apprentices are chatting. Okay. And the one apprentice says, hey, um... That's the book with all the secrets in it. And Merlin is like, mm, I don't know. And he, it's basically like, you know the dialogue at the beginning of Genesis where the serpent says, you know, well, he doesn't want you to know everything. And then, you know, Eve yeah. is like, well, I think maybe, you know, we're just, that's not. And then he's <laughs> like, well, maybe, <laughs> you know, if you ate this fruit, you would have the knowledge. And she's like, oh, uh. That's basically what happens here, okay. where he convinces Merlin to steal the book. Obviously, now now we're going to call him the Bad Apprentice. Obviously, the Bad Apprentice knows something about oh. what's going on. Okay. And he convinces Merlin to steal the book, and he wants Merlin to read the book and decipher who his parents are. Right. Apparently. Merlin, no. So Merlin goes, because he's, you know, an orphan or whatever, he thinks, and he's like, do you actually know who your parents are? Do you? And so then he gets the book, and then they go off into the woods a short way away. They open the book, and then we get the first glimpse of this- Oh no, we already saw! The wizards can use Jedi lightning! What? (laughs) (laughs) That's actually the first wizards in the opening sequence with the dragon bones and stuff. Or not the dragon bones, just the bone reading, and the the wizard, the mage is like, I want the child, and the other one's like, kill the child. They have this exchange where one of them shoots (laughs) lightning at the other one, and then he pushes it away. Well, really, that's why I said Lord of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings. Uh, Star Wars really, uh, I feel, had a strong yeah. influence on this film. Okay. Um, so then he opens this book and he s- says some words to it or something, some spell, and um, the book light shoots out of it. This and it's the same sort of. It's this really bad CGI light, and his <laughs> hand is on fire, and Merlin is in pain. And the master shows up, and he's like, oh, oh no. And so he turns off the spell, and then, like, makes sure Merlin's okay. Meanwhile, the bad apprentice has run away, 
And then, mm. um, actually, when he's looking at the book, throughout this whole movie, Merlin is going to have these sort of flashes um, of another, of, a, of maybe the underworld? I don't okay. know. It's red background, dark <laughs> figures, and it's kind of like a Frodo thing when Frodo touches the ring. Or, oh, like, no. like, when Harry has glimpses of the, you know, whatever the Dark Lord is doing, that it's like that, where it's like, and he's like, oh! See, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the master catches up with the bad apprentice, and he's like, what? Did, why'd you do that? And he's like, oh, well, I, you know, whatever. And what? his, because he's hiding, the bad apprentice, we figure out clearly that the bad apprentice is hiding something about oh, okay. his motives. And the master's like, you know, oh, the, the bad apprentice is like, it's always Merlin first, isn't it? And he's like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and, um, and then they sort of part ways. He gets the book back. It's a whole thing. Um, and then uh, the old wizard, no, the, the mage, goes to a lake. And he starts talking at the lake, and then a lady, Nimue, comes out of the lake. No! And, and she heals Merlin with her magical ember kiss. Nimue By that I mean, is like, the embers. Of Merlin. Well, that checks out. Um, Historically. <laughs> embers come out of her mouth and go into Merlin's mouth. What? It's very mysterious. Okay, now that isn't in the but legends. Then, then, here's the thing. The way the, the Nimue magic works is they teleport, and it'll just be oh, like... here we go. They'll be touching, and then the scene will change, but they'll still be touching. Uh-huh. So they'll be, like, in another place. Okay. Yeah. It's really intense. And, um... Portal. So then... I challenge you to a game of Portal! To a game of Portal! Uh, then... So, I when I was watching the film, I was like, so where's the, the bad apprentice now? Is he, like... He's obviously not great, but there wasn't any, like, where did he go? Like, yeah. Okay, so now they're in this cave, and... Is um, he a dragon? Well, Merlin wakes up, and the master's there as well. They're all in this cave, and he's like, welcome to my lair. Aw, <laughs> no. Well, he's not a bad guy. He just has a lair. I just is so oh, weird. Okay. Why is he not taking anyone here before? I don't understand. Look, sometimes uh, you have to escape your students. Okay? okay, it's true, but here's the lair, and then... He says, Merlin explains what he saw in his weird flash things, and he's like, you saw your father. And then Merlin's like, I'm no demon's child. What? <laughs> it's an actual dialogue. <laughs> and then the, 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 the master's like, you know, just because this is who your dad is doesn't mean that this is who you have to be. It's, yeah. It's really inspiring stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, then he's like, yeah, but it does sort of explain my birthmark. What? And on his hand, he has this mysterious, like, you can be seen two ways kind of birthmark. Like, one of them's a tree, and then the other one is, I can't remember what the other one is. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, and so, you know, only he can define his destiny. Uh, and then there's this really <laughs> awkward thing where Nimue and Merlin hold hands. I don't know what that was about. Like, oh, they just well, sort of... traditionally... They are romantic partners. Oh, well, there you go. It ends really sadly, though. I'm sure. <laughs> that was the one of the morals of the story, is that the ways of gods are not the ways of men, Merlin. Do not trust them. Oh, no. What? Well, that's what his master says all the time, although it doesn't really come to bite him quite so thoroughly in this story. Okay. Um, and then Merlin and his master... Oh, no, that's right. Now we catch up with the second apprentice, who is apparently on the run. 
Okay. He's like walking through the countryside by himself, ends up in a cave, randomly finds a dragon egg. Oh no. (laughs) Next scene. Merlin and his master are practice sword fighting. And like I said, someone... That's a weird cut. Thank you. (laughs) Someone needs to examine this sword fighting. It is... It is rough. Oh no. Um, It's, you know, like, one, two, one, two, drop kind of thing. (laughs) Uh, So then, wow, that happens. And then we (laughs) see again, in the mountains, the second apprentice... There's a bunch of people, and they're running from a dragon. Um, and the second apprentice shows up and shoots the dragon with this huge oh, no. arrow. The most top-heavy arrow I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's massive, like, obsidian arrow. Yeah. And he shoots it, and, and it falls on the ground, and then all the people are like, Yay, thank you so much, I appreciate it. And he's like, yeah, what a party. And then he's like, well, as a way of celebration, let's all drink this dragon blood. <laughs> Okay. And then, um, then a little child there was, you know, wandering around and walks over to the dragon body, and then the dragon body's eyes open. Oh, great. So it's not actually dead, uh-huh. and then the child turns around, and the bad apprentice is like, you must also drink this. And then we cut, and all the people had been like, ugh, ugh, like in pain, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so then, uh, the apprentice goes and he walks up to this sort of standing army in the middle of England somewhere, and they're like, hey! He's like, can I join your army? And they're like, no! What do you have to offer? Again, I don't really know that. So you understand, like, why would someone- they were so aggressive towards yeah. this person! I don't know why they were so aggressive toward this bad apprentice! Um, and they're like, what do you have to offer? And he's like, just you wait! And then- he goes to the top of a mountain, mm-hmm. really fast, apparently. Yeah. Cut to the top of a mountain, and then he, like, goes, Hi, you know, says something, I don't know what he says. And he summons dragons Great. from the other side. There's, like, now, like, multiples, okay? And the people, the, the people in the army are like, Yeah, this sounds great. They're no. gonna... Oh, they're horrified as well, of course. Um, so... What? Uh... <sighs> so, wait, 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 wait. Okay. This sounds great, and they're horrified as well, of course. Well, the dragons are scary, but they agree to have him join the army. Also, that sound was really loud. Do you think they heard it? It was like someone was moving a couch. I think it's just upstairs. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, uh, this army that he has joined, they were like, of course you can join an army with your dragons. They're against the king at the beginning of the movie. Wait, why? Well, they're just, they, it's because England is, everyone's vying for power because the Romans have left England with okay. the king. Yeah. <laughs> they're one of the people competing for the throne. The ruling. Somehow I missed that. Sorry. You, you, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Okay. It's a wild time. Okay. So, uh, back, when we catch up with that king and the bone reader again is like, you gotta, you gotta kill this Merlin guy. Uh, because he's gonna be the death of all of us. Meanwhile, so they send people off to go find Merlin, and then Merlin and his master are still training somewhere, uh, and this man and woman show up, and they're like, hey, uh, we need to take Merlin, and they're like, sure, whatever. And so they do, and then he's like, hey, why don't you have a weapon? That's the woman who says it. She's like, hey, why don't you have a weapon, Merlin? And then Merlin, Merlin, this is the thing, he then taps his forehead what? it's in here <laughs> what 
my brain. It's, it's in here, guys. Um, and so he's got. I mean, <laughs> sure, man. That's how he talks about his magic. Um, they're like, oh, show us some magic. And he summons an apple out of thin air. Okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, first he summons a rock and they all laugh at him. And then he summons an apple. Um, Does he throw the apple at them? Oh, uh, no, he doesn't. Darn. Okay, so here's the next thing, though, Ruth, is then there's a random attack by some Picts. Some random Picts attack Are those them. the blue people? Yes, exactly! <laughs> they have, like, they're, they're normal people. Not the Avatar blue people. That's true. These Picts are just humans painted in blue. Yeah. Um, Cultural appropriation. Oh. Aliens. Aliens. Alien cultural appropriation. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, and Merlin uses some sparkles to get rid of them. Sparkles, sparkles, sparkles. He says something like impedimenta, but not that. That's <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, meanwhile, they take him to Vortigern, uh, who's the king. What a name. I just. <laughs> that's the name of a real person. I know. Vortigern. Isn't it beautiful? Okay. So Vortigern. Vert, the, and then the, the guy comes and he's like, you gotta kill him. And then. Marlon's like, what? And everyone's like, what? And then they hear this rumbling, this really intense rumbling. And uh, they, and then Merlin has one of his flashes, and he's like, it's a white dragon! I see a white dragon! And um, That is part of the Merlin story, is that he has a vision of a red dragon and a white dragon fighting in yes! a pool. In the pit! And yeah. they, dig, they dig under and they find it. Yeah, except this white dragon, then the lady right beside him goes, I see it too! Because it's in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this dragon shows up, Eat somebody. No! Uh, incinerates <laughs> his master. Because his master... What? No! Was, his master was not coming, and now he's there. He randomly shows up, gets incinerated, it's a tragedy, and then what? Merlin has to use his light spell to get rid of it. <laughs> um, and then it turns out the master isn't dead. Oh, good. Um, and he's, he's like, okay, you need to go to see Lady Vivian in a lake, and you need to get Excalibur. Vivi. Yep. Um, and he's like, don't trust gods. Okay. And what? So then, Why does he keep talking about gods? Because these, uh, these ladies are of divine of some sort. Uh... Um, so he shows up at the lake, and... Run, Merlin. Oh, and meanwhile, the other, the other king is like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do some stuff here and get rid of whatever's happening. Fantastic. And Merlin actually says, you know, we should work together rather than trying to kill each other. And then that Vortigern is like, I'm not interested in that. Um, so then oh, Merlin not. goes to the lake, and he talks at the lake... And he's like, hey, Chatty. help me. And then a lady comes out of the lake and uh, I love she that says, gave Merlin a damsel in distress voice. <laughs> hey, help me. <laughs> well, then, uh, Lady Nim, uh, anyway, Vivian comes out with a sword and she says, we have to trade. And she says, I want what's in here. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know when this happens. What do you mean? Maybe it was just too nuanced because she do he ends up taking the sword, okay? Okay. But I don't ever know when he was supposed to get the thing in his head. When he was supposed to give it to her because that was part of the she condition. Just took it. Maybe, but he still uses magic, so oh. I don't know. Um, so he still uses magic, uh, but he's leaving, and then he gets some more visions. Um, it turns out the bone guy who was uh, reading the bones at the beginning yeah. followed him there, attacks him and vivian told merlin she was like there's a lot of rules about this sword turns out um rule number one uh it keeps you from being harmed when you hold it <laughs> oh, 
Rule number two is that if you know how that story I came up with about the mirror, about when you look in the mirror, if you're bad, it destroys you, but if it's good, it doesn't destroy you. Only I know what you are referencing because this is from like literally a decade ago. No, but it's a great story. Um, Why are you telling me this? The sword works the same way. Uh, oh man. So for our lovely audience, would you like to explain what's going on there? Oh, I just came up with a story years ago that centered around that very concept. No, uh, no, explain the concept. Oh yeah, well the, the the sword, if the bad guy holds it, it destroys people who are not pure of heart. Okay. Yeah. Um, and righteous, etc. It is a holy sword. Well, no, it's okay. Just like a good guy sword. Uh, <laughs> what? And so he does. Uh, the 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 bad guy takes the sword from Merlin and holds it and gets incinerated. And so Merlin then takes up the sword and keeps going. That's rough, buddy. Uh-huh. Um, Vortigern then at one point has to challenge the dragon by himself. I don't know how that happened. It just shows up. He just, there's like two guys on a hill and a dragon coming. <laughs> and then the dragon <laughs> takes Vortigern away and brings him to the enemy, which uh, the bad apprentice is controlling. And they're like, here's the deal. We'll let you live under one condition. So then... Vortigern goes and gets his whole army and sets them up for, like, lines of combat. Yeah. And then he says, we have to surrender here, guys. Just lay down your weapons. And then, the whole time there's been this, like, side character periodically. Oh, no. With a bit of a shaved head. Oh, and okay. <laughs> and he, um... Uh, How do you have a bit of a shaved it's head? It's quite shaved. It's mostly... I'm trying to think of... So, like, do you know, you know Jason Statham? Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's his hair for the audience. Cool. Um, so, uh, he's like, lay him down, but now this guy, this new guy, he stands up and he's like, no, don't do that. We will prevail today. Uh, to give in today is to lose your soul. And we have souls. <laughs> um, and then Vortigern's like, what are you doing? This is insolence. And then it turns out that this guy's Uther, and then Uther... <gasps> Uther Pendragon? Exactly! Except it isn't Pendragon, it's some weird version of the word Pendragon. Uh, they just wanted his name. Apparently, well, you know, he's supposed to be Uther Pendragon. Oh, okay. But they don't say Pendragon. <laughs> they say, like, Pen... or something oh, weirdly. <laughs> you know, maybe it's supposed to sound more Welsh. I don't really know what Welsh... I mean, Welsh is hard to pronounce. Rapidly moving on. Anyways, <laughs> so, um... Uh... Uther then leads them in the charge, and then on the other side, the other side is the Saxons, and the Saxons are like, hey, uh, send out the berserkers, uh, before they send out their, quote, secret weapons. Because they just have those? Yeah, exactly. Like I said, someone studied history and was got really excited. No kidding. And we're just gonna pull out all the stops. So some of the, the berserkers traditionally are these people who, like, dress in bearskins if they dress at all, and go into war, and they're probably intoxicated on some sort of narcotic that they developed from plants or whatever and they were really intense and the idea with the berserkers is that they couldn't be they they, they didn't they're feel so pain wild yeah they're kind of indestructible yeah they couldn't really well feel they're not pain. indestructible they just you will die <laughs> yeah they were crazy um and so they sent out the berserkers ruth there was no visual distinction between the berserkers and <laughs> the other people okay. like i could not tell actually throughout this whole movie i could never tell which side was which when you were looking at a random fight oh great <laughs> <laughs> the whole time they were all just like generically medievally dressed people um i think maybe some of them had particular helmets but not knowing the history uh -huh. of the helmets i did not know who was who <laughs> 
And then they're like, okay, now send in the dragons. And then the bad apprentice goes, fly, my children, fly. What? <laughs> well, what do you mean, children? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's concerning. Then they lose the battle, but they run away and it's a whole Wait, thing. Wait, why did they lose the battle? No, no, not them. The Uther loses the battle because the dragons. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So they run away. Uther's side runs away. Um, Merlin now wants the mage's secret book. Mage's secret book. Magic um, guy. And he knows it's in the cave. Uh, so he has to go to the cave. The cave. And so the Nimue takes him to the cave. Actually, both the ladies take him to the cave. And in the cave, he... It's a complicated situation, but, like, one of them tricks him and the other one doesn't. And he thinks it's the other way around. Oh, no. Ultimately, he figures out how to read the book. And he, when reading the book, he realizes that the bad guy, the bad apprentice, has been turning people into dragons using dragon blood. Oh. Oh, I forgot to mention. What? Um, I don't know how I forgot to mention this. The, the master has died at this point. What? You said he lived. Well, he did live, but then at another point he died. The apprentice killed him. The bad apprentice killed him. Ugh. I know. The Bad Apprentice killed him because he wanted the book. And, um, actually, uh, Merlin saves the master in this- He has a vision of it happening, so he gets there. But he gets there just a bit too late. No! It's sad, and he has to die, and it's tragic. Um, and then he goes off and- What's the word I'm looking for, Ruth? Oh, yeah, that's why he goes looking for the book in the cave. Okay. Because he needs it before the other guy gets it. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, he figures out- Yeah, he figured out what was happening- uh, meanwhile, Uther's people are suffering, and then, of course, Merlin shows up just in time at the end, and he says, I have a plan. Who's your fastest rider? And then they all look at the girl. Of course she's the fastest rider. And then- What girl? There's the girl who just was around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's like, he's periodically shots of her head with, like, her, the wind blowing in her hair. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the one female in the troop. And then she rides along the same mountain pathway that we've seen throughout the whole film. Mm -hmm. And she's being chased by a dragon. And then Merlin jumps on top of the dragon and kills it with his magical Excalibur sword. Yes. And uh, then uh, he uses the blood of the dragon to turn some of his side into dragons. That he'll then control. That seems suspect. So now the dragons... This is the, this is when you get your full dragon glory, right? The dragons then have a war in the sky. Oh. And it's... I mean, it could be really cool. It, it is... I, I, there was a moment where I was like, this uh. is... This is as close as I'm gonna get to this, isn't it? And I was... I was... I, that part of me felt a little satisfied. I was like, this is... This is good. This is... This is alright. <laughs> Meanwhile, the humans are fighting down below. <laughs> which, as we've already discussed, is a disaster. Um, but Merlin says he's going to take down the uh, the bad apprentice, and then the bad apprentice they have a little lightning war, and then this is this is what I realized at the beginning, Ruth. What the bad apprentice like pulls it uh, down the collar of his shirt and he's like, "You're not the only son of a demon," and you see like he's got <laughs> he's got also has this birthmark thing. And then I realized all the prophecies uh-huh. were actually about him. Oh. That was yeah, that the, makes sense. He was had both, the guy had both of them because they were, yeah. They were, that's, the prophecies were right. They were just about the other guy. Oh, okay. Um, which, yeah, makes Whoops. sense. But I just had no idea that that's what they were trying <laughs> to go for until I retold you the film. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yes, Uther. Storytelling so, is hard. Uh, so, uh, 
uh, Merlin, some exactly right. I don't want to say it's a bad movie. Anyway, no, no, it's uh, a storytelling bad movie. is hard. So uh, Merlin summons the sword with basically the force because the magicians have basically the force yes. to summon things. So he summons the sword, but then the bad apprentice grabs it. No, not being worthy, oh. he grabs it, thinks he's gonna slay Merlin with it, but then gets destroyed himself. Oops. So then all the people who were dragons, uh, those dragons helpfully land. Turn back into people. Okay. And uh, the Uther defeats the head of the Saxons. Okay. And hooray! And um, yes, then there's there's just some really awkward like knowing glances that go on. Okay. I do not know. They they are clearly supposed to convey meaning. Oh no. Um, but they're just awkward. They're just okay. the most awkward Between... glances. Merlin, the girl, but also Uther. They're all really excited about this situation. <laughs> and then they are on top of a hillside, and Merlin raises Uther's hand and goes, You're king! Yeah. <laughs> you never see a crowd, but you hear cheering. <laughs> okay, and then, <laughs> and then Merlin goes I'll back be honest, to the I'll this lake. does sound like your filming choice. It, it does! Then Merlin gives back the sword to Vivian, and Vivian's like, you gonna stay for a little while? And Merlin's like, well, maybe. And then, um, in the forest, meanwhile, Nimue has no. the body of the bad apprentice. What? And in the final shot of the film, <laughs> the apprentice's eyes open. <laughs> the end! So, they thought they were gonna get some sort of sequel? wanted more Ruth they wanted more oh dear <laughs> oh my gosh wow yeah yeah that's so that's Merlin and the war of the dragons oh my gosh. yeah and his people turn back and because the girl so the dragons yeah. are actually humans yeah who drank dragon blood that's messed up yeah yeah and then they're controlled by the person who turned them in who turned them into dragons yeah yeah yeah. They are bound. I wonder if that means that Merlin killed a person when he killed that dragon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there was, there were some really awkward, co- I did think about that during the movie, because at one point he's like, yeah, and then they turn back into people when they die. <laughs> and I was like, like, just happened right there? <laughs> did you just kill somebody, Merlin? <laughs> and at another point he doesn't, he's supposed to be this, like, good character. He doesn't kill people. Yeah. Apparently. And so there's a point where he's about to kill someone, and he's like, no, and he puts down the sword. Yeah. Noted. So, Ruth, would you watch the movie? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Do you see the, what I mean by that? Like, a compilation? Would I be would so like funny? to see screenshots of, okay. like, of the dragons. It is memeable, for sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe you should, like, at Corridor Crew and see what they think. What they think about the wildness of it all. Well... All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we hope you had a lovely time. Please, um, a whatever platform you're listening to us on, uh, like or subscribe or yes. or it does not. It does, it does. It's not our movie. Doesn't come. <laughs> um, what's the other thing people can do? They can be like, "This is something I'm interested." Bloop. Just do that for whatever, whatever <laughs> you're listening on. Just say that you're relatively interested in us. We appreciate it. We li- thank you so much for listening. Um, we should finish with a song, right? Should we? Yes. Um, Dragons! Dragons! I tried. (laughs) That's the end. (laughs) Bye, everybody! Thanks so much! Bye!